Hello, this is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm your host for the Self-Made is a Myth, Make a Difference Together show, where we're talking with successful business owners to hear their stories of the journey to building their business. And because we know that success is not something that we achieve on our own, we are taking time to recognize the folks that have helped us along the way. I'm excited to have a fellow business owner from Colorado with us today. My guest uh, likes to try new adventures and, and do things that are off the beaten path, like snowboarding. And, and recently, she was playing around on a bobcat. Um, in her downtime, she likes to do fun things uh, to, to de-stress like, like kids would do, just play and, and have fun. And she's most proud of the fact that she's figured out the impact that she wants to have in the world, and she's growing into becoming that person. It's my pleasure to welcome Michelle to the show today. Hello, Michelle. Hey, how are you? I'm awesome. Well, hey, let's start with having you um, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit of your personal story, like where you were born, where you live, a little bit about your family and some of those uh, crazy hobbies that, uh, that you were telling me about. Oh, um, so uh, I guess the family and you know, the upbringing of being a, in a big family, a family of six kids in the middle, and a twin, so that um, that pressure of you know, trying to be who you're there, you're supposed to be, and all that fun stuff kind of really was starting to kind of pull at my like my soul, and I needed to get out, and so that's how I'm in endeavor is that I, I needed to f figure out who I was and without the limitations and the expectations of the family and what they thought I was and just be able to explore who that is and genuinely come up with this, you know, unapologetic, you know, authentic person that I, I think I can be and excited to kind of explore what, what that is and how it will always be kind of evolving and what, what impact it can make. Awesome. So Michelle, where were you born? Uh, Northwest Indiana, up, up by Gary. Uh, <laughs> Awesome. Uh, yeah, and then went to Indianapolis uh, for school at IU and stuck around there for way too long. And <laughs> when I came out to Denver, I just, you know, just had that calling, that urge to just get out, move and kind of kind of explore and see see what is out there. Who am I? What, what can it be of? And just packed an SUV and, and whatever came with me is what happened. And uh it's beautiful out here. It's amazing. I wish I would have came out here years before. I just still eight years later, I'm driving and just seeing the mountains is it's just so calming too. Like road rage doesn't really happen well, to me. Uh, Cause I was like, Oh, this is beautiful. I can just look at this and it's my fault. I'm late, but <laughs> <laughs> so tell us of some of those hobbies that you were, uh, that you, you said earlier offline that you like to just unwind and be like a kid. So what are the, some of the things that you enjoy doing? Oh yeah. Um, I actually just listened to a podcast too about how the different types of energy and like tension that's built up in you. Uh, there's different ways of how you need to release it. You can go do yoga and something kind of calming and you know the sympathetic, a parasympathetic calming, you know, tasks of breathing, or you need to go in, uh, in my terms, um, just demolition and anything crazy. Um, just energy like just get it out punching bags and uh you know breaking up dirt yeah the all the big machines anything fun that's different and it just releases and just 
feels like you can just get it out. <laughs> I love it. Snowboarding so, all of that, just trying to like go hard and, and see what, what you can do before you're too old. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So Michelle, is there a funny story that your family likes to tell about you that you'd be willing to share? Um, I guess I could probably joke about how I used to be the spiller in the family since I just told you I spilled water all over myself and had to change <laughs> before the podcast. Um, I did have, um, our family is like what my twin likes to reference is entrepreneurs are either, um, what is it? She said they are either forced, you're the forced as a forced by heart or by blood, an entrepreneur. And I think it was kind of all three of those for me that it merged. And one of the you know jokes might, so my mom comes from a long line of business owners, you know, Italians in Indianapolis actually, and all of those eras of, I'm not sure what they did, but um, <laughs> they sold bananas maybe. Um, but my dad, oh man, he's a, he is a salesman at heart. If you met him, you're, yep this guy sells, he tells you what you need and that's it. <laughs> and when we both worked at Tyco together or together, we worked at Tyco at the same time. He was up in Southside Chicago and I was in Indianapolis. We were selling the uh, security systems and business uh, and building management to businesses. He would call up at 9am on a Monday and ask me what I sold for the week. Like trying to like, you know, be competitive and like see who's who's winning and eventually one of my co-workers next to me like continually heard these conversations and how crazy they are and we just like he um one time mentioned like is that my dad's name ray goes is that big play ray on the phone and so ever since then it's been this joke of him trying to tell the story of him you know working with me and helping me you know come up in the ranks and me making the joke of how now he is forever going to be big play ray or big play <laughs> it's been 12 years it's stuck it's still on my phone is big play ray <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so michelle tell us uh, how did the business come about and at what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business um so it's like i said there it's it's in my blood i think as well as i think my soul my heart like i have got that rebel in my heart i don't I don't accept mediocrity. Everything that we were doing, I was always asking like, why are we doing it this way? Is there a better way to do it? And always trying to find better ways of doing things. And so that kind of just pushed me along the path of trying to you know, forge my own my path. And, and also that freedom of autonomy and no one telling you how to work, when to work, all of that, I, I can't. Especially on Denver, if it snows, I want to be in the mountains. <laughs> I can't be still. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, I could get those powder days, uh, but that um, that was that was just brewing in me. I I've owned several businesses through like high school um, and then college. My twin and I owned a marketing and promotional company. Uh, we were actually the Coors Light twins for a minute in Indianapolis. Oh, cool! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fun, but we we didn't uh, play the part all too well. Uh, we were just too humble and. You know, it, we were there for school, not to like drink and have fun and get wasted and walk on the top. <laughs> um, but we saw an opportunity to, you know, start a business. You know, went to the CFO of a, you know the distributing liquor companies and and gave our case. You know, you're wasting money on this. Let us, you know, put that money towards 
more promotions and that was exhausting. I own 22 years old, owning a statewide company and trying to like wrangle hot 22 year old girls was not fun. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So that started the path of uh, entrepreneurship and kind of understanding the stresses and, and what it takes to, to run a business. And so currently my brother came to me wanting to start a business and needing my help and long story short, didn't work out, but, uh, we, um, we were working on a couple of different ideas and I, I took one of them and kind of ran with that. It was too good of an idea and the need was too much with such a great um, possibility of solving it. So I kind of ran with that and that's how it kind of started. And then going into the whole, you know, how did I get the confidence to run it was, I don't know if it I think it was a merging of all of that, like, you know, like I can do this, whatever, um, yeah. as well as like listening to like literally all the books, all the Tony Robbins, Joe Dispenza, Jordan Peterson. I've listened to all of them. <laughs> they helped so much though. It was so amazing at like the transformation of that mindset can bring to you. And I just adopted that. Like, I remember having like a, a post-it note that was on my like laptop. And so that was the one thing I would see was, but what if I could? What if I could make this happen? What if I could have an impact on the world or you know help people out? You know, what if I could? And kind of really try to hone in on the energetic hopefulness and excitement. And like, what if I could? This like, what could happen? Like all those great things, and just focus all the energy on to you know what needed to happen, how to make it happen, and and not be concerned of if it doesn't because it'll work out. Whatever. Um, still young, don't have kids, don't have family. I had a dog at the time, (laughs) but, uh, why not take the risk or live life? Um, it's, it's been a grueling six years, uh, not just owning a business, but also like for me, I, I took that, like when you start learning all that mindset and you just see how powerful it is and how amazing it can be, like to become that person who has a bit more peace inside and, and work from that energy and, and be able to kind of guide that path. Uh, you just kind of keep wanting to learn along those lines as well as building your business. Now you're trying to build yourself. And it was, it, it's exhausting, but like it, it was so, so beneficial to like get to that point. I'm mean, still never ending, but trying to kind of hone in on that instead of just learning more, just like working with what I have learned. And so that's where I kind of got the confidence of just, you know, getting the mindset right and just, you know, focusing on the right stuff and like, and being excited for like, instead of like the anxiousness of like, what could happen? Like, but but what could happen? Like, that's exciting. Like, so amazing. I could have a flying yacht. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Our mind is, is so critical in, in success and people don't realize a lot of people don't understand how powerful it is to, you know, to, to set the mind positive every day and do that, the manifesting and the law of attraction and right. All of that stuff of, whatever we tell ourselves in our head is what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Like how much it changes you as a person. And it's, I mean, yeah, I I can't even like express, like, I'm so glad I came along that path and if like found a lot of what I have come upon and the changes that it's made, it's so, it's so important. It's, it's crucial. So Michelle, tell us a little bit more about the, the company. Um, You, I think you have two companies, right? So you're a busy person. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you, COVID. Um, 
<laughs> I so the, the business I started uh, right after my brother was a was an automation that I created for property insurance claims adjusters, and it was an automation for their scheduling. Uh, normally, it's a a three day process. It's I did multiple test runs for adjusters to understand the process deeper and that is not fun it's not fun <laughs> and so uh, i was able to create an automation like a true automation and not just like a lot of the companies were like digitizing things and calling them automating and, you know like to put the practice of what they were doing digitally and that was you're still going through the steps and everything and we really did come up with a, a way to automate and take a lot of those tasks out and it went from three days down to 10 minutes oh wow okay. And it provided them with like the most efficient routes and schedule so that they could maximize their output. It's, it's a feast and famine type of industry. When those uh, storms hit, those adjusters want to get as much done as possible. So the more they can get done, the more they get. And so I felt like I was helping with them as well as helping the homeowners get uh, their, their houses, you know, cleaned up and fixed as fast as possible rather than having that like whole three to five day delay or whatever it was. That um, currently is being rebranded and restructured and updating the software when COVID hit the whole, let's try and do virtual everything was, um, was fun. <laughs> but, um, I, I, I do believe though that there is stuff that should be automated and then there's things that should never be automated and the personal touch, the relationships and the connections that people bring to, to life through those um, times aren't, or should never be automated and taken away they homeowners want you to hold their hand while they're going through this traumatic experience like their house just got completely wiped out um and it's just it's it's i've known so many people like what made you go with those people well they were the it was always the personality of the person or they made me feel comfortable and it was never the price it was never oh the you know the quote looked beautiful it was, <laughs> it was the person yeah. uh so and and I, I know that's going to come back around. And so I'm kind of trying to beef up and work with that software and figure out how we can like add use cases to it as well while we're revamping it. But so I, it's just kind of on the back burner. And so currently while we're pretending that virtual um, adjusting was a thing, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of partnered with some tech guys and resources and have come together in what I call a boutique consulting group. And we've uh, provided uh, business strategies and solutions to automate processes and innovate uh, customers' business operations or provide them with like some new you know, lines of revenue with new technology or in an innovative way. Awesome. Fantastic. So Michelle, tell us, uh, tell us a story where someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it, even though maybe you thought you couldn't and, and what the impact that that had on you. Um, and so this is a, this is a bit of a different approach if that's okay. Sure. Uh, sure. It, it, it's been a long journey and I think people don't realize that as much help as you can get from people outside it, and connect with people like there is that intrinsic motivation that you need to work on and and build and, and harness and so when things do get rough and are hard because it's hard all the time 
all the time. It's so rough. And so you, you need to find that like within yourself to, to um, make sure that you're, you're focusing on the right things. And so, and you know where your limits are and, and to like cultivate that, that motivation to get out of bed and do great things, even if it is so mundane and, you know, the day haven't felt like anything since it takes so long for things to trigger and actually you know, fall into the good spots. Um, and so I really, it's, it's that like giving yourself that acknowledgement and being happy and proud of what you've done. And if you don't do that, it's, it's, um, it's going to be a hard battle up. Yeah, I talk to a lot of um, business owners who it's it's very lonely at the top, right? We don't have, uh, unlike being an employee where we can always talk to our boss, right? When we're on our own, we are the boss, right? And so I like what you said earlier about you've read all the books, right? The 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 all the gurus about uh, you know getting your mindset right and and getting your focus right and getting your energy and drawing from within because you know all of all of those other experiences that other people have had are now the thing that you're talking about, right? Of we have to find that within, right? And, and get ourselves motivated each day. And even, even on the days where maybe we had a bunch of losses or we got the, you know, the punch in the stomach and knocked the wind out of us, right? we got to get back up and keep going. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And if you don't have that, like ready to go in your bag of tricks, like you you'll learn it the hard way. You'll get there. <laughs> I was trying to tell one of my business partners that like, yeah, it's, you learn it now before you have to have to learn it later when you've lost everything. Yeah. It's, it's important, you know, not getting so tunnel vision, not focusing on the problems and, and having that clear mind of knowing how to move forward through the challenges and the adversities. Yeah. So Michelle, what would you say is the biggest learning that you've had as a business owner? Um, I think uh, building upon that of the mindset, but also the faith that you have to really like lean on so hard. And it was such an obscure, like learning that whole like surrender. And I was always like, surrender what? What do you mean? <laughs> I finally, I think I just kind of like, you know, as you get to the point of going, oh my God, okay. I think it's, you know, I've got the mindset ready. Um, I, and it's the merging of like, you know, making sure that you have that positive optimistic perspective and where you can only see opportunities everywhere everything is an opportunity in every situation regardless of the situation of how it can get bad and and having that fortitude and grit to get through the hard times to know that know what you need to do and know that you have the ability and the strength to do it but really that like surrender of control of the outcome and control that and knowing that like my faith and knowing that God is there working with me. And so everything's going to work out. Everything's going to be okay. And without that, I don't think I could have the mindset you know, gets you far, but like that, like really made it like, it just lifts so much stress off of you. And you're like, Oh, if it works, it works. It doesn't, it doesn't like, yeah. then something else will happen. Like, I don't know, like if it doesn't work out, that means there's a better way. It means that there's something better. And that really helps so much not being so stressed, not being so, uh, like just pulled in and trying to control everything and being, and you're able to actually enjoy the ride. Like it's just knowing that like, all right, I just need to focus on the now and be present and, and also enjoy this journey. Cause that's, isn't that what it's about? Like that destination, it's like a moment, like I'm, I'm waiting for that moment and then I'll be happy. And then, that, and then what, like, so you just do start to realize 
with all of this that like it is the journey have fun with it like yeah. learn from it obviously I mean, yeah I mean I say like have fun with it like, this is hard but um, <laughs> yeah. It, it's um yeah like try to like it, it makes it so much easier when you don't have that stress of going, oh my God, I have to have everything figured out. No, you don't. You just have to figure out what you need to do now. Yes. And now, and now, and just allow that to like kind of work. It, it was, it was one of the biggest changes and like just having that, I mean, I've always had that faith, grew up Catholic, but like just really honing in on that, like strength from God was huge. It, it just is an anxiety reliever knowing that it'll all work out. I love that. I'm, I'm in a, a mindset uh, program, coaching program. It's called Quality Minds. The, the essence is very similar to what you're saying is that everything that happens in our life is to enable us to get to the better version of ourselves and to realize all the dreams that we have. And so if there are challenges that come up right, and it might maybe similar types of challenges, it's just simply Right, that little tap on the shoulder that says, "Hey, this is something that you still have to work on, right? And, and you have to, and you have to work through, and you have to grow to become the better version of yourself. And that thing's not going to go away, right? We might push it away or distract ourselves from it, but it's going to keep coming back until we face it and and grow through it, so that we can get to the next version of ourselves, so that we can have the next success in our business, right? So we can realize all that God has for us." Um, but you know, there's, there's no promise that it's a, it's an easy path, right? It, it's just a matter of if we're listening to the, the signs and the, and the taps that we get on our shoulder and we deal with them. Um, and so to use your words, right. If we just enjoy that journey, right. And appreciate that all of these things that happen are, are for our better good. Right. And so then we can let go of all that anxiety and fear and just say, well, this is here for my betterment. So let's just dig in and, and learn through it. Yeah. I can't control it. So why would I try? And yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely that, that when something bad does happen rather than like all the ways your mind could go of going, okay, what am I supposed to be learning here? And then it's the whole, like, what, uh, like when you have to go through that multiple times too, and stuff, instead of feeling like, oh God, like, okay, I seriously have not learned this already. Like I've learned this so many times, <laughs> right? but I feel like it's that like you're, you're spiraling, like, and so you're learning it from a different level and a higher level. And so you're continually clearing out each like um, section of that. And so, yeah, okay. This is definitely a, a continual thing that I know that I'll be continually working on. And so, but yeah, when, adversities and challenges come up like my first thought is like what was I supposed to learn from this or how do I need to approach this instead of going "Ah!" (laughs) love it that is awesome so Michelle we know that business success doesn't happen in isolation and you've already talked about right a bunch of books that you've read and so what's one of the biggest challenges you've had over the years and 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 who's somebody that came alongside you and helped you through that um I'm going to go and, um, and it's all hard. It's all challenges. <laughs> it's, uh, it's still the biggest one. I don't know at the moment. Um, but like speaking, frankly, uh, like the group, like I, I instead of like a person, I want to say like this type of group of people and, you know, excuse my French, uh, those shitty people that come in your life and they just remind you of how you don't want to be that. Like you don't, Oh, that's a reminder. That's not how I want to be. And reminding me that why I'm, you know, living through these intentions of working 
in integrity and love and and that's not the way to go and they're never going to win and it's it's a sad moment but sorry i didn't mean to like us but uh you're fine those people just they suck and they they they're not happy and that's not how you want to be and it really does remind you that of you know these challenges could be hard but they could be worse if you're that person (laughs) they're clearly not handling it well and so there's those random like I, I just see things different. And so there's, I always try to kind of find the good of every piece of it. And, and that has helped me a lot with, you know, either trying to prove them wrong or, or make sure that I can prove myself that I'm not that person and improve that the way I am on this path of, you know, integrity and compassionate yeah. and doing the right thing is the way to do it. And I need to prove that it is the right way and not, you know, falling to the greed and selfishness in the easy way. I love that. You mentioned um, just your faith in, in God earlier. And I, th- those people, those types of people, right, generally, they have something unresolved in them, right? They've got a hurt or a pain or, a, or, or mm-hmm. their own challenges. And so I love what you're saying is that if we can, you know, to, to use that cliche, right, turn the other cheek, if we can love back onto people, right, and mm-hmm. show them that there is a better way to, to do business and a better way to interact, then you know, we're spreading that, that positivity around and giving examples of, for other people to follow, that is the better way than the, those examples that you just shared. Love and light, love and light. <laughs> <laughs> Care bear scare, whatever, is that what it was? Right, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> So, um, Michelle, if I ask you to pick three people in your business owner journey, that you're most grateful for being there, um, that helped you to become who you are and, and have the successes that you have, uh, who would those three people be? Um, I'm, I'm so grateful for everyone in my life. And then there's so many and so different levels that um, if I'm going to go on this broad thing this whole time and just kind of group them together so that way I'm not like missing everyone and that like, but there's those people who, those business owners and, and mentors that remind you that there is um, people out there like you who are doing things correctly and, and they're being successful at it by doing the right things, as well as uh, like Tony Salzo and some other, uh, Kevin Lombardo, my business uh, mentor, like people who keep you in check and make, make it, um, I guess, easier for you to like keep walking that path of like, because instead of, you know, Tony uh, approached me with his, one of the networking groups that I'm in with him now, um, we literally have a very, very similar, we have the same business model. We do the same thing, but instead of seeing it as a competition, you know, we're competitors, we we both have that mindset and the business approach of like, we can do so much more and extend our reach, create more value and expand what we can do if we partner together and work together and that, that, that type of dichotomy and people and trying to hone those type of people in your life and know that like, this is how it needs to work. This is how, and I really do think that like after COVID and after all this craziness that happens, <laughs> we are going to come into a better life where people realize that like all the anger and that hate and is going to fall apart and it's, it's going to be amazing. One of these days, it's going to be amazing. And I really want, I'm trying to be like part of that, like, you know, showing that, that this is how it needs to be amazing. Like we're all going to work from our strengths and 
and what we love to do and our uniquenesses. We don't need to be the same. We don't need to have equity. Uh, we need to work from what God gave us and we all have a uniqueness and that's where it, um, where we need to live from and work from. And that's, it's going to work out if we can like understand that and work together and not against each other. And then there's also like my family, of course, my mom, she's such a great, like my dad owned the businesses, but my mom was really the brains behind all of it. <laughs> he probably won't listen to this, so he won't get offended. <laughs> but uh, uh, she's she's such a rock. And now that I say that, that I guess that's where I get, like, I just feel like I'm a rock for everyone. Usually I'm like always there for somebody. And I guess that's like where I get it from. Is she's just, she's always there helping any, anything I need, I, I can go to her and, and she just has a logic. She's just so knowledgeable. Like it, I didn't even realize sometimes she'll just say something I'm like, where was this at? Like, where were you? <laughs> um, but uh, she's just so logic minded and calm and never, you know, coming from an emotional state where it's, it's, it's a good place to get, um, you know, advice from and kind of bounce ideas off of. And, and then there's like, um, like, a an example, my little brother, my little brother, who's six, seven, <laughs> I'm five, four. Um, he, like, he can't help me in any way business-wise, but like just having that support and him like continually trying to find ways how he can support me in any way that he can. Those little moments made such a difference of knowing that I have people supporting me and that people do believe in me and do care that like that, that support group is so much bigger than people think of just knowing it's going to be okay because you know people do believe in you it's not you against everything and everyone it's you you've got your your little tribe even if they can't be there they can't help or they're not doing anything it's I mean the little things of advice or you know random gifts it it, it made a big difference like, I didn't realize it but I was like crying one time I'm like oh my god this is so amazing <laughs> thank you so much uh, and it was nothing it was just a stupid little advice that I, like he I just randomly called and asked about something and like just didn't being there for me and, and you know and at the end like you know I believe in you you got this you know those those little pep talks those are helpful so much yeah. than people think they are yeah that that emotional support is key uh, we talked about it a couple times already but right, it's really hard to to build a business from scratch and it's very lonely at the top and there's a whole lot of hurdles and challenges and things to overcome that when people say that they believe in us or reinforce that we're doing a great job or that they've got our back or that they right that no not to give up because they they again they, they believe in us is like that motivation and that you, you want to prove them right right and so yeah right. you keep going the too of like really caring and really you know the knowing that they are there and it's not just like oh you can do it like thanks like it was you know the heartfelt of it it's it's amazing. Yeah. And, and earlier you mentioned, um, you know, Tony's perspective of, you know, there's more than enough business to go around. So he, he's probably has the biggest abundance mindset of, of, um, you know, of anyone that I've met where he's like, Hey, I, we're not competitors. So our founder, Brad Sugars has, you know, our, has that same perspective. So our vision is world abundance through business re-education. And the idea there is there's no, no competitors. We're all, we, we co, you know, we cooperate, right? So right, yes, right. we're competitors, but if we cooperate together, right, there's more than enough opportunities to go around. Right? We help each other and lift each other up. We can, 
we can solve the world's problems and, and everybody can make more money and, and raise their standard of living. So I, I, I think that's just an amazing perspective versus that, you know, that the, the idea of there's, if there's not enough, now we're fighting over the limited resources, that scarcity mindset is just, it's so damaging. That's where you have the people that you were mentioning earlier, right. Who, who are negative and, and want to want to talk you down or beat you down because they're afraid that you're going to, take the limited resources from them yeah i i don't know if it's a i've always had this and just have like acknowledged it but like yeah it's like that limited mindset you're just so narrow vision and like i always approach things of like how can we all win from this or like what can i do best about this and what works like what do you bring to this and can we do it together or what what are the different ways of approaching this situation rather than like this is what i need to do kill everyone and you know <laughs> <I> <laughs> it's um yeah, the, uh, the, the limited mindset, it, it kills me with that whole, like, you know, our, the food and the land, like, no, God is abundant. Like there, there is abundance. There is more than, more, more than we need. And if people could just understand that and accept it and then, you know, work with it, like it, it, it's fascinating how that changes people. Absolutely. So Michelle, as you think about the next uh, three to five years, what are the biggest challenges that you see that you'll face in reaching your goals and who are the types of people that you're going to need to help you overcome those challenges? Oh, the three to five years. Um, yeah. When is this chaos and mess going to end? <laughs> <laughs> is that within three to five years or is it 10? <laughs> uh, that's part of the problem. Uh, but like it's seeing and knowing I, that's, I think, part of what has been driving me nuts these last two years is like knowing that there is going to be so much change because there needs to be so much change. I, I didn't notice any of this until, you know, COVID hit and that you have that extra time to like just start going, oh my God, like how did we walk into this mess? Like I, I allowed way too much and I am a fighter. Like I don't walk into just anything. And I was like, oh my God, I allowed so much to happen. And this is nothing. So I definitely am like, you know, awake to a lot of the, uh, the problems that have like just slowly crept to uh, this enormous problem of every system out there just needs to be reimagined and fixed and helped. And it, it'll, it'll be exciting and amazing when we start living in a, a world where people are, you know, we're raising children from their strengths, not from like the average mediocrity. And, and they're working and building on stuff that they love to do. And that's fun for them rather than the whole, uh, calculus and all that fun stuff <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but just I guess the challenge of figuring out which direction and which opportunities I feel like I'll have the most impact on and choosing those mm -hmm. and then finding those people who who are aligned in that aspiration and are excited to create massive change and who specialize in those areas so it is easier to make it happen rather than you know still keep doing it on my own um that's I think the challenge of you know figure out how it's going to change, which direction it's going to change and, and how we can be um, part of that change and how we can kind of guide that change to the right way. Awesome. So last question here, Michelle, if there was something that catastrophic that happened in the business, uh, who's the first person that you would call and what would that conversation be? Um, so I guess the going back to this normal theme of, uh, you know, calling on God and like, it's been a, such a, the way I respond to things that you start to like in those mindset programs, I'm sure you guys teach that where like, instead of reacting, you need to respond. So you kind of take a step back, 
and with me, like praying to God, it's, it gives you not such a narrow, small-minded like window of like, what are the solutions? What is going wrong? Why, what can I do about it? It's that like 10,000 foot view of like, and limitless of like, what are the solutions? We're like, no, no boundaries on that. Like what can, and as well as like, why did this happen? What did I need to learn from it? where were the mistakes made what are the solutions where are the opportunities and start like you know kind of meditating through that process of calming and coming from a more centered and strategic approach to it before and making my own kind of thoughts and decisions on it before I move like in any direction and then and then I call my mom (laughs) (laughs) um, that way I mean I mean I have my business mentors that I'll call on a lot of stuff but Usually it's her first because she either, if I'm not calmed down, she'll calm me down. And then um, I'm passionate. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm not crazy and out of control, but like it is passion. And it's, and I, I, I try to harness it as much as I can, but I know that, that sometimes that's, that's not fun. And um, <laughs> she, yeah, she comes from a logic you know, standpoint and can kind of see a, from a knowledge and experience mindset. And, and then allows me to like, you know, open my mind to, you know, other possibilities and other people's um, thoughts on the situation and then kind of make a informed um, strategic move in, in that sense. Awesome. So Michelle, you've been blessed with some, some great people in your life if, that have helped you along the, your journey that you've shared about today. If they were all on the show here, what would you want to say to them? Um, God, I feel like I make sure I like, I get so sappy sometimes and I always make sure I'm, that people are aware that how grateful I am of them and, and why I'm grateful that like, it's the support or, or the way that they approach it or individually, it's, everyone has, has their impact uh, on you and as well as the, um, this is, sorry, that was a hard one. <laughs> I was like trying to like kind of go all of these people and how and one um, it's so hard alone. And so even the littlest things, people don't realize it helps so much. And so, I mean, I've done so much alone and I don't know if that was like my calling since I was a twin and, you know, from a big family that like, I needed to learn that path of, you know, who I was and, you know, how I do things on my, my way. And so that why is why I have like, you know, the way too much alone time with that. <laughs> but like just those, I mean, even if people like are able to talk or, you know, go grab a drink or have fun and, you know, tear stuff up, uh, listen to ideas. Those moments are so important to me that the human connection, because since I haven't had an, a lot of it and enough of it through those six years, cause you're so busy of building the business and then the off hours you're building yourself. And then that continually like just happens for years before you even realize it. <laughs> and so any human connection is so important to me, those moments. And as long as we're present and we're enjoying the moment, it's, it, it makes a world of difference because it just kind of like re-energizes you and, and gets you past those, those next humps. Awesome. Well, Michelle, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you. To everyone who tuned in, thanks for listening to Self-Made is a Myth with your host, Coach Tim Campbell. Please Be sure to help us spread this movement by liking the show and posting about it on social media. To join our movement, go to bemadtogether.com. All right, folks, that's a wrap. Make sure to pay it forward, and I'll see you all next time. Take care.